It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams, and today I have a guest on the show whose name is Caleb Bryant. I believe this is his second time coming on the show. I was looking for his episode, couldn't find it for some reason, but I think you, the listener, will be able to find it. But Caleb is uh, very impressive. The the way that he is, who he is, he's so strong at those things that he can do, right? He's really good with relationship. He's really, really good at communication. He's really great at sales. And, and one of the most impressive is his mindset. It's It's really just how he treats his mind. And you're going to get a little bit of that. You're going to notice that from this episode. Caleb Bryant began his real estate journey in 2014, so several years ago. And uh, it was because he actually realized that touring with a metalcore, okay, metalcore band uh, was not going to end up paying Caleb's bills. So real estate quickly became his passion. But like a lot of investors, it took a while to actually pull the trigger on the first deal. So after thousands of podcasts listens to, listened to, books, and even networking events, Caleb invested passively in his first syndication. It was 192 units. It was a B-class property in San Antonio, Texas. And since then, Caleb was able to quit his job and pursue real estate full-time. He has invested passively in another 253 units, which actually, as we record, puts us almost even in our passives. I've uh, been passive myself currently as we're recording in about 450 units, and Caleb's right there at 400, just under 450. Um, He built his single-family-focused real estate solutions company, and he closed on 75-unit apartment complex through JV, so that's called Joint Venture, and is currently working on closing another 96-unit apartment complex in Birmingham, Alabama. So, Caleb has done some pretty remarkable things, and he's gotten into the business in a way that I think you can relate to. And you know what? In this episode, I actually have some of the, some of the episode got recorded just on Facebook Live and didn't actually show up on my Zoom. So I don't have the full episode, but that's fine. You're going to get like a crazy amount in about 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes maybe of, of the clips that I pulled out that, that are not messed up. So with that said, Caleb Bryant is with us. He's talking about his, his partnership and how they all have different roles and how they're all good at their individual roles, and that's where we move into. So here's the clip. All of us are pretty good as far as keeping up with our, our brokers. You want to be, you want to be someone that they can trust, and in turn, they'll become someone that you can trust. So uh, they, we, we do get some deals through brokers uh, before they ever hit the market, which is very key in this business. All right, I have one more question before we get into the final five. And okay. that is, how exactly does mindset play a role in your success as a real estate syndicator? Um, my, mindset is 
80% of all of it. So that's what stopped me for so long. I, I probably began really digging into real estate four and a half years ago, but it wasn't until two years ago that I actually did anything. Why? Because I had these limiting beliefs. Oh, well, you need to, you need to have a ton of capital before you start. Or uh, I need more, more resources. I need, uh, I need a better relationship with so-and-so or wh- whatever the problem in your brain is. You have to forget that essentially and realize that you do have what it takes. You just have to find what your strength in the scenario is and then partner with the correct people. So limiting beliefs were huge. Uh, give it, getting over that for me. Um, and uh, when you start be- with affirmations in the morning or, or you start believing in yourself, it, you start to do things differently. I would, and this is, I think, I don't know who did this first, but Robert Kiyosaki definitely said it. Uh, the, not I can't, but rather how can I? I once I'd made that shift, because I said I can't about a lot of things. Once I made the shift to how can I, it started to go a lot more smooth. It, it opens up your brain. You start thinking about, your brain actually works. When you say I can't, it just shuts off. So in essence, that that's where mindset comes in. I'm also a very uh, positive, op, optimistic type person. I believe I can do great things. So uh, if you believe that, then you have the ability to actually go act on it. I love it. So if somebody's limiting belief is I don't have enough capital to get into this, what should they do differently to be able to get into multifamily? Well, it's, it's a team sport. So your part of the team might be bringing other people that have capital. You know somebody. Unless you've stayed at your house for your entire life, you probably know someone. And believe it or not, a lot of people that you know are looking for these opportunities. They might be uh, they might not know how to invest in something other than the stock market or uh, how to invest in something that cash flows that keeps giving them money every, every month or every quarter. So they want these opportunities and you might as well offer it to them. It's, it's, it doesn't have to be money from your pocket. Good, good point. Good point. I love it. You need to, you need money, but it doesn't have to be your money. All right, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the final five and we'll get into his most creative deal. This episode of the Creative Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by both you and brought to you by the show itself. And we just wanted to say thank you, Jason. I really appreciate having you as a listener. And we have an ask. We've got a quick ask. If you have uh, been listening to the show for a little while, you love the show, and you haven't taken the time to leave a rating and a review, I just wanted to ask to see if you wouldn't mind uh, going into iTunes and doing a written review as well as a rating. Um, so that's our only ask. Let's get back to the show. Caleb Bryant, what is the most creative deal you've ever done? I've, okay. All right. So all our deals get a little creative, I think, but that, that in turn makes them not creative to us, I guess. <laughs> I'll share it anyway. Uh, we, we typically close deals on the front end with private money. So it, similar to how single family investors might do it, just with, with bigger numbers. So we'll, we'll find a multifamily property, and we do this on both the 75 and the 96, and uh, we'll come in with around 10% down 
of the price that uh, we're paying and uh, we'll fund the rest with private money. And then uh, we operate the property for six months or so and refinance out because uh, the, the way we do or the reason we do it this way is because we get these deals because we can close quick. And uh, we're also getting them at a significant enough discount that when we refi out, we're actually getting paid a little bit, all the money's out of the deal and we're getting cash flow. So every, every deal we do has a similar structure to that, which uh, I haven't, I know people are doing it some way, but I haven't met a whole lot in our space that are doing it with the bigger deals. Got it. Got it. What's a book you recommend? Oh man. Okay. Well, I'll give you my number one book of all time, which is Think and Grow Rich. And then let me give you another one. How about uh, No Limits by John C. Maxwell? It's all about expanding your capacities and well, just about every category, but expanding capacity. It was a great book. Awesome. Today you have, I think we counted, it was like 626 multifamily doors that you personally have ownership in. Uh, think back five years ago though, and give me that picture. Tell me what it looked like five years ago. Okay. So things were starting to look up five years ago. I had just started dating my now wife, uh, nine days ago. So that, that was a plus things were looking better, but I, when it came to mindset, I was still stuck in, in that rut and that victim mentality in the, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm, I don't bring that much value to people. And once I shifted that around, I mean, here we are today, but I, I couldn't have seen me being here five years ago. I'll, I'll say that. I love that. Where will you be five years from today? That I see a little more clearly because uh, <laughs> I've learned a few things over the last five years. So I'm, I'm working on my vision board over there. And um, for me, yes, real estate is huge, uh, but I also want to invest in people. Uh, so the cool thing about multifamily real estate is I get to invest in a lot of people all at once. If I'm talking about uh, pure real estate, I, I say I, I don't see any less than 5,000 doors in five years. And uh, from a career standpoint, I'll probably be uh, changing my real estate model just a little bit and doing a little bit more speaking engagements and uh, helping people with, with life because that's, that's what I'm really passionate about. So Awesome. So how do you give back? Great question. Uh, actually, right now, I'm, I'm running and I'm raising money for a, a group called Heart Support. And Heart Support is... Uh, it's a nonprofit that helps people who are struggling with depression. Uh, that that's where some of my limiting beliefs came from before uh, depression. I I just put myself in that uh, space alone and didn't let myself out. And so it, it's I still have a passion for that and helping people with that problem. So I, I'm raising money for heart support. That's one way I like to give back. I also like to give back at least ten uh, percent of my profits, whether it be to heart support or whether it be to uh, local charities, or even sometimes just helping out friends when I know uh, when I know they're working hard and things just aren't going right. Sometimes I just like to surprise people. So, uh, and then finally, the last and much smaller thing I do is leave bigger tips at uh, restaurants because uh, 
a lot of times I get someone pays for my meal. And anytime that happens, I like to leave a 10 on the table just to give them that boost because I, I used to deliver pizza and I know how it feels. <laughs> I love it. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, I, I get a lot of, uh, I, I don't know, it, it feels good to give a, a bigger tip. And, uh, and I always think about what are they going to think when they get that? And it like gives me the good, good feelings for, for, for hours. Anyway, um, I love that. All right. So what is the one way that the listener is going to reach you or find you? Oh, uh, great. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash relentless Caleb. Uh, Instagram is at relentless investor. And then uh, you're, you're welcome to give me a call. My phone number is on both of those resources. And uh, my email is relentlessinvest at gmail.com. Love to hear from anybody. Awesome. Caleb, thank you for coming on the show. Added a ton of value talking about how you got into so many doors so quickly. I think a lot of people can learn from that. And I really appreciate it. Going through your whole entire story, just it was fun. A really, really good interview. So I'll let you go for now. But until next time, my friend, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box. <laughs>